Hi there, it's Scott Rockfile. Another podcast review for you of the streaming series His Dark Materials. I don't know if you're still an avid reader. I have actually fallen off the horse as well. I don't read as much as I used to. Part of that short attention span, I think we're all being conditioned for that. I tend to read things more of magazine length, uh, blog length, uh, quick things on YouTube. I, I And I have been an avid reader my entire life. It kind of bothers me that when I sit down to read a book that I, I tend to just kind of veer off into other things. I... My brain is always doing a lot of different things anyway. Uh, multitasking comes naturally to me because it keeps me interested in all the different things that I'm doing at a certain time. But it's it maybe and maybe it's because I'm just not finding the right books to read. When I read his dark materials, I devoured them. I mean, there have been several books in recent times that have grabbed me. Um, the Reach trilogy that they made the movie Annihilation out of the first one. That was a I really enjoyed that series of books. But His Dark Materials uh, belongs up with other classics of all time. I mean, these are really great books for all ages. There are some more adult themes, some darker themes in them than, than most what you would consider a young adult novel. So I don't consider them that, even though the, the protagonist is a, is a young adult, uh, the orphan Lyra. But they're quite enjoyable by adults. And and that, to me, is the sign of a classic that anybody can pick it up. I mean, nobody told me that 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or The Worlds was, you know, they, they were just books. They were not young adult. They were not adult. They were just books. And His Dark Materials, I consider a great series of books that you should read if you read. If not, well, the HBO BBC series is a great adaptation. Um, this fantasy television series was produced by BBC Studios and New Line Cinema for BBC One and HBO. I think it's funny that New Line Cinema is behind it because they were behind the movie adaptation, uh, which starred Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig in the roles that Ruth Wilson and James McAvoy are playing in the TV series. Why it wasn't that good, it, it, it didn't have the magic that the books deserved. I mean, they did a, a good job. They spent money on it. The special effects were good and everything. But the biggest problem with the movie is it didn't have an ending. At the end of the movie, it's not quite the ending of the first book. They, they snipped that off. The main characters are going off to do something, and it ends, hoping that that cliffhanger would pull you into a second movie. But what it did was frustrate everyone because it doesn't feel like it's its own movie. It doesn't feel like it ends. And the reason why is the movie studio felt that the ending was controversial, which it kind of is, and they wanted to save that for the second movie if there ever was one, and there wasn't. Well, this HBO show has been green-lighted for eight episodes of the first season. The fourth episode was uploaded this week, and they've already green-lighted it for a second season of eight episodes, which I cannot wait for because... Philip Pullman, the author, is one of the executive producers on this, and they're doing a great job at adapting it. As I've said in a previous podcast, it is impossible to put a book directly on the screen. You just can't do it. Books are written, novels are written, that your mind has to fill in the gaps and create the scenes and things like that, no matter how descriptive the author is, where a movie shows you everything. And 
what they show you may not always be exactly what you saw when you were reading the book. And I've always considered movie adaptations apples and oranges. You've never heard out of my mouth, well, it's not as good as the book, which is what most people say. But honestly, I can't think of one movie that was better than its source material as far as a novel goes. There have been great adaptations. I think Lord of the Rings it was a Peter Jackson and his team did an amazing job, but they changed things to make it cinematic, to make it movie worthy, because many famous directors and writers had said those were unfilmable books, but they've done it. And same with a few other properties that are now, Dune is finally getting a, a great adaptation. I can't wait for next year. We're still a year away. But anyway, long story short, books and movies are apples and oranges to me. A good adaptation is great no matter how much it changes or how different it is from the source material because it's always going to be different than the source material. So that's why I highly recommend reading the books. But the cast, Daphne Keene uh, plays Lyra, and she's great. Ruth Wilson, Emery Duff, uh, Clark Peters, Will Keene, Gary Lewis, James McAvoy. They just added Lin-Manuel Miranda. He was great in his first episode, the fourth. And they're taking their time telling the story, which is what it deserves, that they're giving you time each week by putting these out episodically and not binging them to give you time to digest what's going on and maybe catch on to some of the bigger things that are going on. In this fantasy version of Earth, it's more Victorian Gothic era, and all humans have a companion demon. Um, It's spelled Damon, but... It's an animal creature that basically is the manifestation of your soul. And when you're young, they can change form. But once you become of age, once you hit puberty, they become whatever they're going to become. And throughout the series, some have a snake, some have a monkey, some have a lion, some have, you know, a bird. It it just depends on your soul, I guess. And you'll get more of that in the books and as we go on in the series. But that they had to CG all of these creatures. They've done it incredibly well. They look real. They they fit into the scenes very well. They talk. Um, and in the new episode, they sing. Um, I think they've done a really good job with that aspect. That was one area that when you make a TV show, they don't spend as much money as they do on movies. At least that used to be the way. Now with shows like Westworld and Game of Thrones and 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 The Expanse, and they're spending movie-level budgets on streaming shows, TV shows, and I think that's great. The Mandalorian, wow, it looks amazing. It looks like a Star Wars movie, as it should. And his Dark Materials is on that level. Uh, The special effects have all been great. The actors, they've picked a great cast. Um, I don't want to get into spoilers. In the first episode, you see that there are multiple worlds, that there's obviously more than one. And they talk about this mysterious substance, dust. And there is an oppressive group that controls everything in this world called the Magisterium, which is an analogy to the church. And this is why the books are considered kind of controversial and why some of the themes are considered controversial, because... They control everything except for universities. They have a a scholastic protection, uh, a scholastic protection, uh, a scholaristic protection, that they can talk about and investigate things that the magisterium, a.k.a. the church, would not like them, uh, the average person delving into because it's blasphemy or, you know, that kind of thing. And this is also an analogy for kind of how England used to be and how in some ways it still is. Um, but anyway, Philip Pullman's books, Philip Pullman's books are highly regarded, and I'm 
putting the adaptation up there because as a big fan of the books, I'm thrilled to see where they're going with it. They they have not changed so much that it's vastly different from the books. They're actually doing quite a great job in adapting it. The actors are all good. The special effects are all good. The storyline is very good. And they're taking their time with it as it deserves. Um, I can't wait to see where we go. We're halfway through. And like I said, they've already added a second season that they'll be making. And so glad, so excited. If you get a chance to watch it, it's on HBO here in the U.S. Uh, You can check it out on their app, the HBO Go. Um, That's how I'm streaming it. Or you can watch it on HBO when it comes on every Monday night. Uh, Next episode is coming up next Monday. There'll be three more after that. Once they wrap up these eight, it'll probably be another year before we get season two. But I can't wait. They're doing a really good job with it. And it's on par with some of the best book-to-film adaptations there have ever been. It feels like a movie in a long-form version. Um, Highly recommended. Check out his Dark Materials on HBO. If you're overseas, it's on the BBC One. Really enjoying it so far. Let's hope they, you know, keep up keep up the trend. Obviously, well, <laughs> if HBO and, and BBC feel enough that they, before it even aired, they were ready for a second season, I'm, I'm on board fully. His Dark Materials, it's streaming now. Go check it out. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. I have these podcasts up on my website, therockfile.com. They're also on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh podcast addict etc thank you very much for your support have a very happy thanksgiving safe travels if you're traveling and thank you for listening (laughs) 